from one of the members, we're now saying hi to Luke Keithler. Hello, Lucas. Uh, as of right now... Way, we're back from our break. Alright, as of right now, we are Zooming. Uh, Ari is unavailable because he's always on that soccer grind. Um... Anyway, so starting us off will be Murray. We got a new segment to open up every episode. Murray, what is the best thing you saw this past week? Tyreek Hill going for 203 yards and two touchdowns in one quarter. Would you care to elaborate on that? Well, he he kind of went off in one quarter. Uh, turns out Carlton Davis is not meant for the NFL anymore. That man got that man should be cut from the Bucks. Okay, so the best thing that I saw was uh, Sarah Fuller doing the squib kick to <laughs> start the second half. Uh, thought it was a great moment. Luke, what about you? Yeah, she definitely deserved SEC Player of the Week. All right. Um, to spin off from Evan's topic of Sarah Fuller, it reminded me, this isn't my best thing I saw, but of when there was a female who was a kicker at one of the NFL regional combines that they pay like $100 to go to just the NFL can make a few bucks. And it was totally just a publicity stunt because she said uh, in an interview, I'm going to try and kick some 60s, which is not how kickers talk. And there was a video of her trying to kick a, do a kickoff and went like nine yards. But all right, the best thing I saw is actually going to be the worst thing I saw. And it's Doug Peterson not knowing when to kick the ball, go for it, punt, or not kick the ball. Uh, we saw how little faith he has in that offense in Carson Wentz yesterday, going for it fourth and four at like 14-yard line on what was going to be their last uh, possession of the game. So, worst thing I saw. All right, uh, next new segment. We're going to have a segment where I ask one of my prime elite questions. 
So the question for this podcast, can an all-NFC East team be an NFL playoff team right now? No. All right, we're going to, like, make the team. Unless you have Dak Prescott with not an ankle in half, then yeah, sure. If you have Dak healthy. I still don't think they'd win. Their defense is just so horrible. There's no way they could stop any NFL team from scoring. I think that uh, they could beat the Cardinals. I don't think that they could beat any divisional winner. I don't think any team that's leading a division they could beat. I think they could. Any team worse than the Cardinals. It depends on the quarterback. Yeah, if you put Daniel Jones in there, no. But if you put Dak in there, you might have a chance. I could see him winning a wild card game, Daniel Jones. Because they'd have Daniel Jones. Uh, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb. Goddard. But Jones is hurt. Yeah. He messed up his hamstring. The goat of yeah, losing in the playoffs. Alright, um, so... Big we, headline from the weekend. Michael Penis tears his ACL. Yeah, that... As the Indiana fan, that was not the best news I've ever received. Well, you're not an Indiana fan. You're a bandwagon. I am not a bandwagon. Contrary to popular belief, I am not a bandwagon. You're a bandwagon, but I'm just not, but... You're a bandwagon. Anyway, Ryan Day, unable to coach versus um, Michigan State, if they even play. I really hope they don't play, because that would give Indiana a shot at the Big Ten Championship. But hopefully... He I mean, you'll, who, who's going to be the quarterback, though? Nick Tuttle. Oh. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll yeah, be fine. We'll, we'll be all right. Um, Caden <clears throat> Stearns opts out from the season with Texas, probably after uh, ruining their chances against Iowa State and losing on Friday, I think it was. Murray, do you have – I'll take this next one. Uh, I mean, Iowa State Metcalf. Just- has a career day versus the Eagles last night on Sunday Night Football. EK Metcalf going for 10 catches and 177 yards. Uh, going up against him in fantasy this week. I needed him not to go crazy. So I'm up by 3.3 right now, hoping that the Steelers game gets canceled so Chris Boswell can't put the nail on the coffin. Um, the Chiefs handled the Bucks this weekend. Uh, defense kind of let us down. Made it a little bit of a close game. Thank goodness we had yeah, the first quarter. Yeah, let us quarter. down. Two interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a letdown. Not going to lie. Not the best game from the Chiefs. Um, Broncos QBs uh, test negative. So they're assume, I'm assuming they're going to have a QB this week after their wonderful yeah, the game. Yeah, the NFL handled that really, really well. You know. Oh, yeah. Not postponing their game, but postponing the Ravens game when, you know, there's one quarterback that tests positive, but not when the whole entire quarterback room tests positive. I think That's what happened... The Ravens, the Ravens, they had, they didn't have enough to play a whole game with all the people they had test positive. I think the... I think the... And Trace McSorley. I think the NFL couldn't contain the Ravens cases, but the fact that it was just in the Broncos' QB room, they figured they'd be able to play, even though they wouldn't have a chance at all. But they didn't just want to postpone it and make extra stuff for the next days. All right, uh, college basketball. Uh, Virginia, Villanova, and Kentucky all go down to ranked opponents, or unranked opponents, 
Richmond is now ranked, I believe, at 19. And Kentucky's just behind them. Uh, I think all these teams are kind of overrated, except for Kentucky. I think they can figure it out in a little bit. But we'll just have to see. Ugh. Anyway, uh, so my top 25 team... My top 25 list, even though the AP poll came out a little bit, I really don't agree with it. My number one team will be Gonzaga, number two, Baylor, number three, Iowa, number four, Wisconsin, number five, Illinois, who I think could win the championship with Io and Kofi, and then Duke, Kansas, Michigan State, Creighton, Houston, Villanova, West Virginia, Tennessee, Virginia, Texas Tech, Kentucky, North Carolina, Texas, Virginia Tech, Richmond, Florida State, Oregon, Ohio State, Rutgers, and Arizona State. That is my top. And then, uh, Murray, you're going to give us your top five Heismans. My uh, top five Heismans. Wow. Okay, number one, Kyle Trask. He's just kind of been running away with it at this point. Number two, probably Lawrence. He missed a couple weeks, but he's coming back. He's just been dominant. Three, probably Mac Jones. Four, Justin Fields. And then five, I mean, the GOAT, Brees Hall. Bree, oh, okay. What an Iowa State fan. What an Iowa State fan. All right, Luke, your top ten NFL teams and your top five MVP candidates. All right, we'll go with the MVP candidates first. I've got Mahomes, Rodgers, the brother Deshaun Watson, uh, Let Russ Cook, and Kyler Murray. Um, I think that Wilson, he's just kind of selling it for himself at this point, really. He just hasn't he hasn't cooked, honestly, uh, the last few weeks since they had that loss against the Cardinals. Uh, I think week seven it was. Um, I'm going to start from 10 and work down to 1 for my top 10 teams in the NFL right now. Number 10, I have the Cardinals. Uh, number 9, I have the Raiders. Number 8, I have the Bucks. I think that Tom Brady is really starting to struggle um, in that Arians offense. Uh, he, just his whole career, he's just been reading before the snap, and you can't do that there. He's been having a hard time. Number seven, the Rams. I think that was just a fluke loss against the 49ers. Number six, the worst team in the NFL, Pittsburgh Steelers. Haven't played anyone. Your only two weapons that are just these rusty, dull little knives, do TikTok dances the whole damn time, uh, and Juju and Chase Claypool. The pretend Packers at five. The Bills at four. I like that defense. They're starting to play real well. Josh Allen's been doing this thing all year. Uh, Stefan Diggs has proved himself as, in the eyes of a lot of people, a top five wide receiver. Uh, the Seahawks at three, I think that uh, Russ, uh, even though the stovetop, the heat, got turned da- uh, down a little, he's not cooking as hard, but he's still, he's uh, he's baking at this point, really. The Saints at two, uh, if Breeze, if he gets back, I think that they'll probably be in the Super Bowl. Then the the best team ever, the Kansas City Chiefs. Aw, Luke is a real fan. Aw. Um, I think 
Luke already said is uh, MVP front runner for the NFL. But Murray, who's yours? Oh, whoops! I forgot to put the Browns in there. <laughs> I'm kidding. The Browns suck. What now? No. Uh, Murray, what's your uh, MVP front runner for the NFL? Uh, probably. Got you. Got your good options: Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson's really been well this season. Aaron Rodgers is up there. I mean, Lamar's obviously sucked, but... I mean, you have Big Ben. It, it's kind of it's kind of a toss-up at this point. You got Tom Brady. I don't know. Yeah, probably Mahomes. Yeah, probably. Probably. Maybe. Um... All right, my MVP front runner. My MVP front runner, definitely Mahomes. Uh, all right, let's see. Now we have our NFL Rookie of the Year front runners for defense and Justin offense. Uh, my offense is um, Herbert, and my defense is Chase Young. <sighs> Murray, uh, I'll I'll go now. Herbert, um, Chase Young. Or maybe I have on, or maybe Winfield Jr. He's a safety for the Bucks. He's been good too. I have uh, Justin Herbert. Um, I thought he was going to be biggest bust since Ryan Leaf, um, just because I hate every Oregon player. I feel like they're never very good. But so yeah, Herbert for offensive rookie of the year, and then Patrick Queen. Inside linebacker for the Ravens out of LSU. Oh, defensively. Um, all right. Hi, uh, Naismith front runner. I'm gonna say Luca Garza here to win the Naismith award so far, because he's dropping like thirty plus a game and just destroying everyone. In the first half, he dropped thirty-six. Yeah. Uh, Murray, you got a Naismith front runner. Yeah, probably Garza out of Iowa just because he's he's been ridiculous. That team's that team's a good team, but like he's he's just obviously the best player there and he's just been a monster. Luke for my Naismith player of the year, I have the H Town Assassin. Everyone knows him. The who? Junior forward out of Northwestern University. No. Alright, we're just gonna let Luke no, talk Garza. about <laughs> Definitely Garza. All right, Heisman, I got Trask. I think Murray said Trask, too, in his earlier. Yeah. And then, Luke, you got a Heisman front runner? Trask, it's going to be, but I hope, I hope so. I, I want it to be more. Yeah. All right, now we're going to make our predictions for the big games across sports until next week. Uh, Today, in about 30 minutes, we got Texas against Indiana. Obviously, I have Indiana winning this game. Just going to go out on a limb and say you guys have Texas just because they're playing Indiana. Fuck them. Fuck them. I think Texas. All right, we got got some showdowns tonight uh, in college basketball. We got Kansas versus Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky in this game as the underdog. I think their freshmen are too good for Kansas' team, and I think uh, Braun will not have the game he did against St. Joe's. So I got Kentucky winning that game. 
I got Kentucky also just because Kansas has been kind of they're Kansas, they're KU, but they're kind of been underwhelming in a way. I think that Calipari's not going to accept a loss after losing to Richmond last game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that Kentucky will absolutely slaughter on KU yeah. every season. Yeah. You know, they come I mean, in. You got, always, you got the goat, though, always, Marcus Garrett. Marcus Garrett. They always lose one of their first three. And then everyone knows that they're not a serious threat. Happens every season. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we have uh, Duke and Michigan State. Uh, I'm going to pick Duke because of their good freshman class, and Michigan State has an okay freshman class. But they just got a lot of their. Uh, a lot of transfers, like Hauser, but I'm still going to go with Duke just because I think their freshmen will overpower them. Uh, I have the school. I have the house that Rocky Lombardi built. I have the Spartans. Taking that. Taking I think it's going to go down because it's a matchup of some of the top coaches of all time, Izzo and Coach K. I think yeah. I think Duke pulls it out though. Yeah, it's same. definitely going to be a close game. Um, because they played in the 2018 March Madness, they were in the Elite yep. Eight against each other with Zion Williamson. Yeah, that Zion Williamson beat him by one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Duke does win, but I still have Michigan State. Michigan State beat him be- by one because it went to R.J. Barrett, not Zion, for some reason. Still. All right, now we got uh, Gonzaga versus West Virginia uh, this week. I'm taking Gonzaga. I honestly think they're going to win the national championship. I think they could go undefeated this year. But I'm definitely... I'm taking them by 20 against West Virginia. Yeah, I think Gonzaga's going to win it. In honor of Joe Varnaski, I'm taking the Mountaineers. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Barnowski's a big West Virginia fan. Uh, Illinois versus Baylor. Um, I'm going to take Illinois just because I think they're a Final Four team with uh, their new freshman who's a Walmart Lonzo, and they got uh, Io DeSumo and Kofi. Uh, I think they're going to beat Baylor by a good amount. I concur, Evan. Concur. I concur, Evan Newman. I definitely do. Concur. All right. Um, so, yeah, in this game against Arkansas Pine Bluff, I've got Northwestern. I think they're going to win this one. Uh, their last regular season game, which was against uh, 16th-ranked Penn State, I was actually there. Had a huge 20-point upset. Uh, great game, you know. I expect a lot of the same this whole season. All right, uh, Gonzaga versus Baylor. Gonzaga's got some big games this week. Uh, I think Gonzaga's going to beat Baylor by at least 10. I don't really think Baylor stands a chance. That's a hot take. Uh, I have Baylor winning this one because Gonzaga's like Kansas, except that they can actually do some damage in the tournament but never win it. So, KU, they're the tallest. uh, No, they're the shortest giant. Not the tallest midget. They're the shortest giant. <laughs> Every season. All right. Uh, we got Vin- Villanova against Texas later this week. I am going to take Villanova because of Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I think he'll be very good. 
He could win the Naismith, but I still think it's Garza. Garza? What? Garza. Garza. <laughs> um, I would concur with that statement, Evan. I have never. Um, yeah. We don't have many great games this week in the NFL. Uh, Browns versus Titans. I'm going to take the Titans. I think Derrick Henry's going to run. For a lot of yards. Um, I think that this will this will be kind of like watching an NFC East game, you know? Uh, two teams who really aren't that good. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of things that you can laugh at on your television. But I think I'm just, I'm just going to go with a tie. I'm going to go with a tie in this one. You're going with a tie. In the NFL. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, Titans versus Ask Browns. Ask the Eagles. Ask the Eagles. Held first place because of it. <laughs> They're third now. Um, Titans versus they Browns. The matchup of the two best protectors in the NFL. Browns. I mean. Browns. I'm taking the Titans just because the Browns Bons. can't win anything against any good team. Browns. Okay, all right. To end the, to end every episode, we're gonna make a bold prediction. To end it now, my bold prediction is gonna be that Indiana is gonna win the Maui Invitational. We're gonna beat Texas, and then we're gonna beat Stanford or North Carolina. Luke, you want to make your bold prediction? Um, my bold pretty is that Denny Adia. Well, one rookie of the year. Uh, all right, that'll do it for our episode. Uh, make sure to listen in next week. Hopefully we have an episode due to schedule conflicts. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.